It's another edition of the Three Point Play Podcast. Funky, what's up? Glad to be back. Do another one-on-one here for a little bit. The Colts correspondent, Pacers correspondent may join us after a little bit. James, we miss you. It's been a little while. Uh, you know, we're doing a little infrequent here, but we figure we got to get one in here before Conference Championship Sunday, um, since that's what everyone tunes in for, obviously. But before we do that, we're going to wait for Luke to hop on here in a minute. Hart, it's been a little while since we talked uh, talk some puck. Um, since you are our NHL correspondent, our NHL guru, is it just the Bruins, or what are we what are we talking here? Is are they a wagon and there's no point in playing the rest of the season, or what are we? What's the deal? Yeah, I mean they are just absolutely impressive, like running away with it all. Like Astronic is just the uh, comeback. Is he just the MVP of the league? I think it has to be. I mean, I don't know who. I mean. I don't know who's doing more with better. I guess um, I bet actually McDavid is kind of killing it right now. He just, I mean, like, he's just like a foregone conclusion, is he not? Like he's just, you take for he, granted yeah, that he's, he's so good and that the Oilers are just going to be middle tier still. Exactly. Like do him no justice at all. But I wish like people cared about hockey to watch like what he's doing. Like right. never been done that way before. What is his, um, is, he, is there any way he, leaves the Oilers what's his contract status do you know I I think he just re-upped I think two years ago I think he's on a four-year um which I mean to play that long there and not to have any success it might actually get him shopped around but because I mean just he's just on another planet but I feel like the um, NHL contracts too are just like what was it Kovalchuk like 10 years ago had like a 15-year 170 million dollars yeah. like it was just like Astronaut. You got ruled ineligible to play. <laughs> and then it just got negated. Yeah. <laughs> or like yeah. uh Hosa, no, it's a, Hosa for a while, like had a twelve year something two hundred million, something like that. Yeah, it's it's insane the way they're structured. And it's it makes it I think difficult when you have players like that because obviously with hockey, once you get into a four year contract, like you're usually on your way kind of regressing in your career. You yeah. know, it's like it's a young young man's sport right so i don't know with my uh with the blackhawks and i locked up taze and kane for their core you know they're making each making eight to ten million a year or so i think it is and the last three to five years they've been dog shit but they locked those two guys up i mean obviously they were the two guys that won their stanley cups for them so you gotta pay them but then here's the repercussions yeah just kind of slowly chip away at the core that won you those and then these guys are shells i mean kane's still fucking amazing um which will probably get traded here in the next month or so yeah has to i mean just they've already done their kind of fade into irrelevance for a while um yeah i know you'll take any chance you can get to talk on the black cocks yeah well that's pretty much that's the highlight of the blues talk too because they're complete (laughs) dog shit i was gonna say can we talk blues real quick for a hot second I will give them credit because they're giving me absolutely no hope this year. And that's, you know, usually like they keep you strung along all, you know, yeah, all the way to the end of the season, yeah. but not this year. Absolutely zero expectations, like pretty much from hop. So there we go. Uh, yeah. I mean, at least they could do you that favor. We call that the Chicago White Sox method, you know, <laughs> exactly. Just except for last year, they us. strung us along for the whole goddamn season. I'd really just rather you win 60 games and let's be done with it. Right. I'd rather never believe again in my life if yeah. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. But, 
Yeah, it's getting that uh, the dog days of January here now with the NHL NFL's uh, wrapping up here in the next couple of weeks. So it's going to be coming to the forefront. So it's going to be. So is it even worth trying to take a future on the Bruins? I mean, they got to be the odds on. What are we looking at here on, in terms of uh, odds here? Luke, welcome to the pod. Yeah, I mean, I, guess. I don't. I didn't pull them up, but yeah, I mean, they're just, I would be surprised if they're barely positive money right now. I mean, they're just, yeah. I mean, it's actually kind of rough in hockey because you want to get hot late. And if, I mean, to keep this pace, like, man, that's going to be five months. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, plus they've been like healthy and all that too. They haven't really gone through a lot of the, so yeah, they're at, well, I guess plus four fifty, but they're, in by and large, a favorite. Right. The Abs are plus six hundred, which I'm a little surprised about. They've kind of hit. They're kind of just treading water right now. Yeah, yeah. But Blues are plus eight thousand. I Good mean, thing I got talk about some value. You got to chase that value. <laughs> Hey, weren't they the worst team in the seat when they won the cup? You always like to talk about that shit, right? They, I mean, they are. Turn it around. They got four months. Yeah, except they're like worse than that, and they would have to have a quicker turnaround. So, I don't know. Plus eight thousand, no. though. Think about it. <laughs> With that beak. All right. Anything else on the NHL hockey talk? Nope, covers it. I like it. I always, you know, always got to uh, make sure we cover all of our bases. A little THT. So appreciate you uh, divulging into that for us, there, Hart. Um, all right, Luke, we got, uh, we, 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 uh, filibustered a little bit so we can get it, uh, the Colts correspondent, Pacers correspondent, maybe talk a little NFL here and make sure we're all on the same page. I don't know if James is going to hop on, um, anything to add from the divisional round? I feel like all the games, they were decent. The Eagles one was a blowout. I don't really want to talk about that. The Giants, you know, I feel like they got the most out of their season. Same with the Jags. I don't know if anyone really expected them to be in the divisional round to be, you know, lose by seven. Shocker. Uh, Chiefs don't cover. Anything else on those Saturday night games that caught your guys' eye? Cool, cool. All right, nice. That's uh, nice contributions. I appreciate it. Um I guess the only thing with the Chiefs, and obviously we'll talk into it for for this upcoming week, with uh, all eyes are on Mahomes' fucking high ankle sprain. So I don't know if that's really going to come into play, but I think he's had that same injury before, and he's also thrown for like 450 yards and three touchdowns. So I think there's grasping for straws on uh, on storylines here. But um, the Sunday games are the ones that really kind of, I don't know, the Niners wasn't really a surprise, but. Bengals, are they just gonna fucking run this thing back again, Hart, and do it? Or I mean, where did this Dude, come how, from? They are just rolling right now. Like again, with hockey, you get hot late. Like, yeah, I mean that's just that does so much, and I mean you feel it with them. Like the Bills kind of being the you know odds on favorite all year, and you know the team of destinies. You know we were told all year like that was a complete setup game for them. Like it was like hot overing team like coming into um i hit that stagnant like you know favorite that, right i mean it just felt it's, it's cool to see though it's exciting to they they play they play fun football it is wild too because i mean you talk about playing hot at the right time and 
Bengals started out, what were they, 2-2, two and two, I think, to start the season? They they were 0-2 to start. They lost to the, the fucking Steelers on week one in overtime. Then lost to the Cowboys. Um, and everyone's just like, all right, well, Bengals, that was a nice little one-year one run. And uh, back to reality. And all of a sudden, Joe fucking Burrow is just the coolest cat in the world and just running this team all the way back to the conference championship to probably do this thing all over again, Luke. Do you think they can go into Arrowhead and do it again, just going into the championship round? Yeah, I mean, they looked – it was impressive last weekend, but, I mean, it's pretty obvious, always obvious in hindsight. The Bills, I mean, the Bills still aren't built to win in the playoffs. Can't run the ball. Yeah. Can't stop the – I mean, we were seeing it at the end of the season. I mean, teams were just moving the ball up and down on them. So they were kind of, like you said, ripe for uh, getting picked off there. But I don't know. The Bengals' offensive line issues still make me nervous. I mean, um, the Bills just have an impotent pass rush. So I think they got by last week. So, mm-hmm. But they had the same issue last year, right? So I was going to say, but I think they've kind of obviously dialed it up to know that, you know, Joe Burrow is not going to do a five-step drop or like five seconds, you know, type drop where he's just going to get it out and get it quick and – Quick hitters and Jamar Chase just let him cook, but uh, but yeah, I mean that w- that still is going to be their crux. I think is just making sure he doesn't get sacked nine times. And even if he does, they still still probably fucking win the game. I feel like that was their whole postseason last year. You know, got sacked nine times, seven times, eight times, and then they won the game. And then you know, so I don't know if that's going to be the the ca- straw that breaks the camel's back, but it's definitely going to be something to to look out for. But um. This line has been interesting. I think it's all been kind of revolved around the ankle health of Mahomes, but I've never seen them. I mean, obviously it's not been a major flip, but it's like every other day, depending on what kind of report comes on Mahomes' ankle, it's it's now back to the Chiefs being the favorite, right? Because it was yesterday or two days ago, it was Bengals road favorites, Chiefs home puppies, right? Can you mm-hmm. talk me through that a little bit? <clears throat> yeah, and then you, it kind of was interesting too because – like you said, I mean, even though we haven't really heard anything official other than like his ankle's fine, you know, whatever is like what they're saying. But even still, like I think earlier today, there was over 70% of money and bets on Cincinnati. So yeah. it's like, I think they wanted to keep Kansas City at plus, you know, as the underdog so they could drive bets on that side of it to, to even it out or whatever. But now are you going to be... go ahead? Sorry. No, I was going to say, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at this point, like we'll get it all clear and then it'll swing even no- another like right, half a point or a point because feels like it's going to swing that way now. Now, I don't know if you listened to the last pod we did when it was just Luke and I doing some Colts correspondence and uh, some Pacers. We we did uh, wet the beak a little bit on the teaser talk. You know, everyone knows that we are big unit gamblers. Um, if you were to tease, I've taught, I've, you know, I heard a bit on, uh, on Pat's show the other day about, you know, the home puppies, you want to tease maybe the Niners by some points there, and then you still get the the proper odds um, with the Chiefs at home. Is that something you'd fancy or talk me through? Does that make any sense to you at all, or I just pull that out of my ass? Yeah, because you – so, like, you do the two games together, right? So you can tease at six points, say, and take 49ers plus eight and a half, Bengals plus seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, at minus one twenty, so just under even money. I mean, 
it feels like the Chiefs Bengals is kind of primed to be a shootout, but right. a touchdown either way feels like relatively a toss up tempting. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously like the 49ers, like with that defense and well, I don't know, I, it feels like them again, plus eight and a half is that's a lot of points. One. Yeah. So you're banking on two close ish games, obviously, if you, if you do that tease. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like these are definitely the four best teams. Like, I don't think there's any, I don't think you can make an argument against that right now. Like, right. Luke, do you agree with that? And does that tease uh, explanation make sense to you? It's something that you might what that be, or is that still a little bit confusing for you? Like it is for me. Uh, no, no way over my head. <laughs> All right. No, talk to me like I'm four. So if I take <laughs> two apples and I give two of them the other team, yeah, there. Yeah, I'm with you, Luke. It's part. Yeah, I appreciate I the the breakdown. Um, but I just don't know. That's a little above my pay grade. You know, we're talking hundreds of units here for me to try and squeeze it out of my my puckered ass. But uh, maybe we'll get there one day. But um, <clears throat> I guess go back to the divisional round. We did we didn't touch on the the most beautiful fucking end of game play call I've ever seen in my life. Pat McAfee is vindicated of the worst play call ever in the history of football. Oh, Zeke. Poor, poor Zeke. Eat it up. Uh, that was beautiful. Like they expected them to not, like, go full speed. Like, why would they just, not like, truck just stick his ass? ass I mean, what do you think? Like, <laughs> if, yeah, if you're, if you're that linebacker, you never get another chance in your life to just be like, oh, okay, this running back who gets protected by all these penalties and you can never really hit him. You know, he's lining up at linemen, and I can just go full-on truck stick Plus and knock him to the ground. It's the fucking playoffs. Like, why would you not want to, like – you're going to, like, leave it up to chance? Like, well, we might as well see what happens. He's not going to complete this. Like, yeah. what, do you, what do you mean? Well, they did complete it, though. They got that eight-yard gain they needed. You know, to get within 70 yards. That was, that was a big play. So – um, Luke, any thoughts on the Cowboys? Just going to Cowboy Brett Maher, just going to run into a hole and die. And or are you actually impressed with the with the Niners and Brock Purdy? You are you aboard the uh, the rocket ship? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred <clears> percent. <throat> I mean, you know what? I think the crazy thing is this guy was the last pick in the draft, right? I mean, how the hell? How I don't. The draft is so stupid. I think Talented it's Shanahan, Irish. though, is it not? I mean, you can't tell me. I mean, it's the. I mean, he's a little bit of a system. I mean, granted, he makes the throws and he doesn't force the ball, but you still got to make the throw. So yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a good quarterback, but yeah. I don't know if, how much of a world beater is. He definitely he's proven that he can be a starter, but I think but that Shanahan's stick, setting up for success, right? Yeah, but if you stick uh, Ellinger or Carl this year's Matt Ryan in there, Carl Easy. in there, I mean, <laughs> in the same. <laughs> Would Carl, they have the same future Panther. Do they still have a nine-game winning streak right now? It helps when you got the you get the ball to George Kittle, Debo Samuel, and McCaffrey too. I mean, the the weapons they have for him to distribute to also can help that situation. But yeah, I'm with it. He's, I mean, it's, he's proven that he can do it. Has it really been ten weeks since he's played since Jimmy G got hurt, like mid October? Yeah, yeah I think he was, he's like almost back right like he was potentially going to be healthy for the super bowl yeah well i, I was gonna say that that is the uh caveat i don't think it would be for this game but if the super bowl if they make it to the super bowl he theoretically i think would be could be cleared but there's no way you let him start that game right that I mean, would that's be an just not even a question move. right <clears throat> so 
Well, what do you do with the Cowboys? Do you just do you fire fat ass Mike McCarthy or thick ass, excuse me, and just try and put all chips into to Sean Payton like we talked about the uh, the other week there, Luke? Or what do you do? <clears throat> I think that's probably the move. I don't know if that's what they'll do, but I, I think Jerry will probably go that route, don't you? Mm, Jerry would love to do that route, but I don't know from the early reports of since they've lost, I don't think that uh, there may be some assistant coaches go getting fired, but I don't think big Mike's going anywhere. Hart, would you do that? I mean, it, it's kind of hard to justify. Like they actually, I think kind of performed where they were expected to this year. And that's the first time in a long time that that's been the case. Would you say like, Dak, think, would you say Dak performed where he was expected to? Uh, I mean, I think if you realize that he sucked, like since he's been in the league, then it shouldn't have been a surprise. But it seems, it seems to it, be uh, the the Dallas Twitter account seems to think so as well. With all the smokes, gave the ball away twice. Fifty billion dollar quarterback can't make these <laughs> damn throws. <laughs> I mean, that's what they were saying, oh, more God. or less. You know, can't turn the ball over anymore, Dak. We'll go ahead and pay you forty five million. God, I'll take that over the Colts social media sucking off frank reich for getting another job <laughs> you after you embarrassed your should we get there well, give me like... give me two minutes we'll do our championship round picks i know i mean that's what everyone tunes in to find out all our colts hot takes and you know what what the fuck jim's up to these days but uh uh all right Hart, you you, you kind of teased it i guess for a lack of a better phrase what are you going you got you got eagles at home laying two and a half what say you man i just it's hard to pick against them, but the Niners have just looked so solid. I'll, I'll probably take the points. I'll, I think I'll take Niners in the points. You think the Eagles win? Yeah, I mean, I think it's ba- I think it's a coin flip game. Honestly, I yeah. mean, I don't know that there's really. I don't. I think both teams haven't really shown a lot of weakness, and they're right. both playing good. You know, it's not like they're squeaking by by any means, but yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I still like the points, though. So with that same method, then, Luke, I'll get to you. Um, are you taking the Bengals now that since it's flopped back over to uh, Bengals getting a point on the road? Yeah, they're probably going to – I mean, again, it's going to be kind of a toss-up, but I think them plus money with how they've been playing. And, I mean, the Chiefs will just kind of – I mean, they've looked impressive, and they're obviously, like, again, one of the four best teams. But, like – there's times where they just hit a lull and it just isn't clicking. And I, man, it just feels like the Bengals are going to not stumble. You and know, it feels like that's the exact same way I feel like the game went last year. Like they were, they started off the game, they were blowing them out. And then they got that goal line stand and they like Chiefs kind of like playing with their food type shit, just get bored. Right. And then all of a sudden let them back in the game and, and here you go. But yeah, they got to win in 17 seconds. You know what I mean? Like that's right. exactly what it feels like. But the Bengals are just playing too solid, I think, to, I don't know to be able to play like that and win, but yeah, Luke, you got, uh, you got Niners as well, since you're all aboard the Brocket ship, obviously. Yes, sir. You know, you know, I've been uh, leading the Eagles are frauds all season. Oh, this is They've true. This is down. true. You motherfucker. They will get ground into dust on Sunday. Oh my God. All right. Well, Luke with some fucking conviction. I like it. My God. Um, are you that passionate about the Bengals Chiefs? No, only only Joey B, you know. I mean, it's weird to say, but it's I mean, you got to I feel almost the most confident in him 
um, in the quarterback matchup on Sunday. So especially yeah. with Mahomes and people. And if Kelsey doesn't catch 15, 15 passes, balls, <laughs> they, I mean, they probably should have lost to the Jags. I mean, without that performance. So. Yeah, I agree. That was, that was gutsy by the Jags. I was impressed by that. I did not think it was going to be that close, but I mean, as the posh slit does prove the chiefs don't cover, especially in the playoffs. So, um, I'm going to go complete opposite. Actually, maybe not all the way opposite. I'm going Eagles. I think the um, the Johns are going to be rocking, and I think Hurts should be all the way back to um, play his MVP-type football there, Luke, if I will. And, <laughs> yeah, I think I'll take the Eagles. I think with you, Hart, that it's going to be a close game. But, I mean, that's only going to be a field goal, so I'll I'll take that. And I'm I'm really on the fence. I mean, I'm definitely doing what the books are doing right now too, with waffling back and forth on who's going to be who who's going to be this team. But um, I can't go away from the postulate now. I mean, I already just talked about being, getting it proved, and I'm going to ride with with Joey B and the Bengals, and they're just going to go back to back years going into Kansas City and uh, and getting that ass. So it's going to be Eagles Eagles Bengals for me. So. Now what everyone's been waiting for, let's get to the the biggest stories of the season. Um, the Colts still have a fucking co- uh, head coach. They brought Jeff Saturday back for a second interview. <laughs> and then they congratulated the coach they fired fucking eight weeks ago. Um, congratulations, Fudge and Frank Reich for the Carolina Panthers head coach. Hart, are you pretty impressed with that? Oh, I love it so much. Just – the pain that's coming is just – he's just such a good guy, mm-hmm. you know? Well, they do play at Carolina this year, though, too, supposedly. So, that's going to be a big deal. The suck-offs I mean, are going to be – the we'll suck-offs try, are going to we'll be a plenty. Play. I was going to say, Kevin Blowen's going to be front row center. <laughs> like, fucking microphone in front of him. Can't wait to talk about how good Frank Reich – you know, how pretty his kids are and everything else. He's a great man. Thumbs up. Good night. Luke, are you pretty impressed with the Colts so far this offseason? As always. Yep. Who is your front runner? I know we kind of talked about a little bit a couple weeks ago. Do you have any uh any horse in the race that you're dying for? Or are they all just a bunch of bum ass? <laughs> I mean I probably shouldn't say this. I haven't even kept track of who they've been. There we go. Our Colts correspondent, folks. That's why we keep them on board. Because he knows it's going to be Jeff Saturday. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it's really just, fucking matter, it, Eddie. It's written in the stars. Jim gets what Jim wants. All chips in. That victory lap when he wins a game, though, is going to be sweet. Wins that one game, goes yep. one and 16. Yeah. Um, Luke, Pacers are struggling. Halliburton's been out. There's been nothing. You haven't been able to ride that uh, the assist over. When's he coming back to save the team? Uh, it was supposed to be two weeks, so I could be any day I'm, now. Yeah, it should be should be pretty soon. That it was about what they've gone like uh, one and seven or one and eight. They beat the Bulls. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, luckily, they had the hapless Bulls on their schedule. There you go. 
Um, are we floundering on the on the playoff picture right now? On the ninth seed? Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. Tell me again, sinking, what sinking is it? What's the fucking playoff format anymore? So ten and seven, or eight and nine play each other. Is it playing games, right? Seven through ten are the playing games. So seven plays ten, so it'd be Knicks versus Bulls, and then Hawks versus Pacers as it stands right now. Yep. And it's a one game, a three game series, or one. Is it a one game? Uh, two. That's like it's like best a, of two. It's best a double. Of two. <laughs> no, it's like double. That'll be a like good a, solution. <laughs> it's like double elimination for the. Oh for yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. So if you lose, hell, <laughs> <laughs> Adam Silver thought of everything. <laughs> the best that's going to be a hard one for series. me to come back from, boys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's all we got there, boys. Now. Yeah. Fuck you, Jerry. I got always got to end with this. Our, one of our two minor or minor, I guess I say major free agency signings is now probably not even going to fucking pitch this year because he got arrested for abuse. Not that we would vet any background checks or check about whether this guy's a fucking scumbag or not. We'll just go ahead and throw 12 million out because we have 12 million at, at anybody these days. And uh, that's our fifth starter. So thank you very much, fucking Rick and Jerry. Can't wait for the season to start. Teams report, what, four weeks, I think, they report to uh, pitchers and catchers report. So it's going to be a great season. Can't wait to see this team that won 80 fucking games that we didn't improve at all trot back out there and expect some different results. That's the White Sox fucking way. Anything else, guys? Covers it nicely. Can't wait for that best of two playoff series, Luke. Appreciate that. Love you. (laughs) See ya.